0: He's a miracle worker, is he not? I'm just such a believer in that kind of thing. Just such a believer in that kind of thing. Mark 10, again, I'm not good at giving scriptures. They come ask, but I'm just so different than other folks. I'm just, I like to kind of just wait on the Lord, and I just want to make sure that I do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, Mark 10 and 46, uh, we'll start right there. Mark 10 uh, and 46. And I'll kind of hang out for a second because I know they're looking at me going, why in the world? But I just wanted to wait and make sure. But I feel a direction in the Holy Ghost here. The Bible said, and they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great multitude of blind of people, blind born Emmaus, the son of Timaeus, set by the highway side begging. Great number of people blind born Emmaus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, the Bible said that he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And the Bible said, and many charged him that he should hold his peace. I don't, I don't know about you, but I'm glad that I come to a church that if I want to shout, it's okay. Uh Uh-oh. If I want to clap my hands, it's all right. If I want to take a lap or two, I can do it. Huh? If I want to high-five somebody, I can. If I want to roll, as long as you do it and not hurt nobody, it's all right. But many charged him and said, you know what? Hold your peace. But the Bible said he cried the more a great deal. He's my kind of guy. I ain't going to let no rock cry out. And I ain't going to let no devil stop me from worshiping. He cried out, more the deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And the Bible said, and Jesus stood still. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man saying, be of good comfort. Arise He calleth thee And the Bible said And he cast away his garment Rose and came to Jesus Let me give a little insight on that Or something that I felt Apparently he had saw before But when you had a sickness Or a disease Or an infirmative You had to wear A certain kind of garment So people in town Knew what you were Aren't you glad the garment that you wear doesn't always identify what you've been doing it got quite anyway and he cast away his garments and rose and came to Jesus and the Bible said in Jesus and answered and said unto him what wilt thou that I should do unto thee and the blind man said unto him Lord that I may receive my sight and the Bible said, and Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately, not in a few days, not in a week or two, I know there's healings that take a process, and I know there is some healings that are instantaneously, but he said immediately he received his sight and began to follow Jesus in the way. That's, all, that's also a thought I've been thinking about. If the Lord would just say, if I do this for you, are you going to serve me? Or are you just coming to get what you need from me and then go back and live the same way you've been living? Woo. Well, that make you think a little while, wouldn't it? So let me preach just for a few moments. I won't, I won't preach long. I promise you already know that. And Jesus stood still. And Jesus stood still. You all right with that? everybody all right let's give him a hand clap of praise before we are seated how many loves you pastor i gotta say it again how many loves your pastor's wife and the family gotta love the man of god You can sit down if you would like. Miracles, everybody loves the sound of the word. I'm a firm believer in that, but I believe that I am in a place, and I've been here uh, enough times now that I know that I am in a place that you believe in the miracle-working power of God. Can I tell somebody that the days of miracles are not over, but they have only just begun? What makes miracles happen? It is not our ability. It is not our talent. It is not in some old name it and claim it or blab it and grab it kind of place, but a miracle is only done by the awesome power of God. Can I tell somebody uh, that God is alive and well and God can do anything uh, in this house? I'm going to promise you that Bible said to let every soul be subject unto a higher power for there is no power but of God and the power that is ordained of God. He said, whoso therefore ever resists the ordinance of God shall receive it in themselves damnation he said but now it is high time that we'll wake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than we could ever believe can I tell somebody that when you begin to worship God's gonna stand still when you begin to clap your hands when you begin to give God all the honor the praise and the glory there's something about God that he says I'm gonna stand and I'm gonna watch and I'm gonna do what they're asking for can I tell somebody that God can do and will do anything in this house here tonight. You say, how do you know it? My God is a miracle working God. My God is a problem solver. My God is a soul satisfier. My God is a body healer. My God is a way maker. And his name is Jesus Christ. Can I tell you that men are not faith healers. Men are not problem solvers. Men are not soul satisfiers or body healers. All a man is a, is a vessel used uh, by an awesome God. Uh, but I am telling you, my God uh, can do anything. Uh, if you've ever got a miracle, you ought to shout right now. If God's ever touched your body, you ought to shout right now. If God's ever healed you, you ought to shout right now. If God's ever filled you out of the muck and the mire, you ought to give him some praise right now. If God's ever answered a prayer, you ought to shout right now. If God's ever worshipped done something, uh, when you worship. worship. Worship, you ought to give him praise right now. Don't you let the devil lie to you. Don't you let the devil deceive you. God is alive and well in the house right here, right now. That Bible said it's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, say the Lord of hosts. Can I tell somebody that God is looking for somebody that is looking for a potential miracle? Don't be afraid uh, to put a little feet on your faith uh, and say, I'm going to receive something from the Lord uh, today. Uh, Don't be afraid uh, to step out on faith uh, and say, you know what? I believe God can do anything. Uh, Don't be afraid to open your mouth and speak a word of faith there is a difference in prophesying and speaking a word of faith you can open your mouth and say you know what i believe god can touch me i believe the lord can handle this situation i was a. in a uh, service just a few months ago, and a uh, gentleman uh, brought both of his boys. He's pretty new to the church, and uh, their church is a little radical, and they're kind of getting with it, and uh, they're shouting, and the two boys are just kind of, you know, looking at everything, not really, uh, you know, they're not really into what's happening there. Even some of the young people kind of got over by them, and they're like kind of looking at them a little weird, and, and so uh, I went to one of them that morning, and uh, I said, would you like for me to pray for you he says nope I said awesome so I figured well that's a dead one on that one let's try the next one so I went to his brother and I said would you like for me to pray for you he said I guess so I said awesome I said and would uh, you like for me to pray for what and he said "Uh, it really don't matter I said well would you like the Holy Ghost he said no I said, all right, well, let's just pray a blessing then. So we got to pray and a blessing, and uh, as the blessing began to come, something began to change, and I began to watch the atmosphere change, and I began to watch him change. And then in a few minutes, I said, one more, I want to bug you, but I'm going to ask you one more time, would you like for me to pray for you to get the Holy Ghost? He said, yeah, hit me with it. I said, awesome, I've been waiting on that. So we repented, and we hit him with it. All of a sudden, he got to speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of the Lord gave the utterance. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? It's going to get over on his brother. So I looked at the brother again. I said, would you like me to pray for you? He said, nope i said awesome so anyway we went on about the business well that night uh we came back to church they're kind of like y'all we were having sunday night service and so we came on back and uh samuel came back and then um samuel came to the front that night and uh the dad already came to me and said hey samuel kind of likes you he says boy dad if he don't make it preaching he could sure make it being a comedian thought wow that's awesome so well at least I got a backup plan so uh anyway I thought you know what we'll just have fun with the guy and so uh I just went down and uh I said uh could I pray for you he said sure and uh I said well let me I'm just gonna ask I said your brother got the Holy Ghost this morning I said would you like to get the Holy Ghost he said no I said, beautiful. I said, what you want me to pray for? He said, I'd like you to pray for my feet. Well, I looked down. They looked normal, looked like two feet to me. And I'm like, oh, okay. I said, anything in particular? He said, yeah, I just need you to pray for my feet. Well, he wasn't being specific. I was trying to get him to be specific. And I said, well, Lord, you know, you know, because I'm a firm believer in being specific. If your head hurts, don't pray for you. Toe. If your back hurts, don't pray for your finger, you know. But so I said, Lord, you know what's going on with his feet. So I prayed for him. And uh, when we got done praying, uh, man, I mean, he just started just really opening up to the Lord. And the next thing you know, he just kept praying. The next thing you know, my guy's speaking in tongues. And I'm thinking, my God, he's getting the Holy Ghost, you know. And, yeah. And so that was pretty cool. And then we got done doing that. And I said... um, I said, hey, you know, I'm all positive. You know, I said, hey, man, how's your feet? He goes, you know, be honest. He said, before we started, they wasn't really hurting that bad. He said, but ever since you've prayed, he said, they really hurting. <laughs> I need to start booking them comedians. <laughs> I said, oh, no problem. Let's pray again. So we prayed again. We got done praying again. I mean, I'm like, I said, all right. How's your feet? He goes. I said, all right. So I pulled the next Jesus move. I said, be healed and go that way. I mean, what else you going to do? I mean, I tried twice. Even the Lord said, what do you see? He said, I see many trees. Jesus said, uh-oh, we better pray again. Well, I went round two and he, it's hurt. So I just said, well, be healed and go that way. So I went on and... Don't be mad. I went on and started praying for other people. Man, I'm going on. All of a sudden, the youth pastor went over. He said, Brother Smith. Yeah, he said, you got to come over. He said, Sam, you done took his shoes off. And I'm thinking, well, where we're at? That's nothing normal. You know, that's pretty normal. So I said, I'm just glad he came with him on. And uh, so anyway, we got over there. And his dad is on the ground looking under his feet and doing his finger. And I'm thinking, what in the world's going on? So I, you can't help it. You're nosy, too. You're wanting to know what happened. I'm down there. I'm looking too. And finally, I looked at the dad. I said, what's going on? He said, what's going on? He goes, Samuel is born flat-footed. He said, that's corrective shoes shoe Samuel's got on. He said, you prayed for him. He said, his feet started hurting worse. Said he prayed for him again. He said, and I didn't want to tell him, but they was even hurting worse. He said, and that guy right there said, well, maybe the Lord... Take care of your feet. Take your shoes off and look, he said. And he took his shoes off. He said, and we're both looking. He said, and look, he's got arches in his feet. That just happened right here in the States, not over in Vanuana, Honatutu. That happened right there in Tennessee. All of a sudden, I like Vanuana, Honatutu. I've just never been there. But anyway, all of a sudden, his daddy said, you know what I'm upset about? I said, what? He said, I just sorted him a brand-new pair of them dumb shoes. He said, and them things are expensive. Sam Samuel said, and I got news for you, Dad. He said, tomorrow, we're going to buy me a set of cowboy boots. <laughs> I said, my God, what more can you ask for, a mullet and a pair of boots? But anyway, we're just having fun. But I'm telling you the Lord absolutely can do anything he's a miracle working God when you ask for something from God my God can do it when you ask God to work it out my God can work it out can I tell somebody when Jesus stands still when you call out to him it doesn't matter what kind of disease it don't matter what kind of sickness it doesn't matter what kind of problem my God can do anything I'm telling somebody the Lord can handle anything Don't you dare let the devil lie to you. Don't you dare let the devil tell you it ain't going to happen. It might not happen like you think it ought to happen. But I'm telling you, it will and can happen. I said he's a miracle-working God. I said he's a prayer-answering God. The Lord can do anything. I'm a believer that when we call upon the name of the Lord, Right over in Jewett, Ohio the other day, woman walks up, and uh, I won't get all into the details. I didn't know, but later on she told, she said, need you to pray for us, uh, for me. I said, yes, ma'am. She goes, "Uh, I have bleeding in my bladder, and and I'm having issues as we speak right now, but I came to church anyway, and I want you to pray in the middle of worship service. That's why, to me, worship service is very important. Worship service ain't about entertainment. Worship service is about entertaining the master. In the middle of worship service, she said, I, I need you to pray. Me and Pastor Spellman laid hands on her, and we began to pray. And I would love to tell you that I heard the voice of the Lord and felt angels' wings and felt the wind blow. I mean, literally, none of that happened. And they kept on. We got done, and, and we just commanded that bladder to go to normal. We commanded the bleeding to stop. And uh, about the second, now we're in about the third song, the, the lady apparently had walked out. I, I really wasn't paying attention, but I was just worshiping and praying what, people that as they came down in the middle of of worship service and then all of a sudden she walked back in and she walked up to me she said brother Smith I said yes ma'am she said I need to tell you something I said yes ma'am she said I came in here with my bladder bleeding she said y'all prayed I said yes ma'am she said I've been out there and I've been checking and she says promise you I can tell you that I know if it is or if it isn't and she said and I'm telling you after you prayed the bleeding has stopped I'm I'm telling somebody He's a prayer answering God. I'm telling you, there's not a cancer that God can't take care of. There's not a situation that God can't care of. There's not a problem that my God can't take care of. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what's happening. I'm telling you, God is alive and well. I'm not just telling some story just to try to get you hyped up. I'm telling you because God is alive and well. God can do anything. He is a prayer answering God. If he's ever healed your body, you ought to clap your hands right now. See, if he's ever, I'm telling you, if he's ever gave you a miracle, you ought to shout right now. I know I said that earlier, but I'm telling you, you're starting to think, you know what? I know God can do anything. I don't want to throw too much out. Woman comes to the front um, just having some issues uh, in her life and uh, just an addiction. And with that addiction, uh, she just has a lot of trouble, a lot of uh, face problems and sores and scars and things of that nature. And uh, done so much uh, drugs that almost looked like a style and I'm not mocking I'm just telling you how it went down just as a, a style of like a bell palsy her face is twisted and contorted and uh just uh in the service there and uh, I called my boy up and I said uh, you got feel like you got something to say a little bit and and he's traveling with me and he says yeah dad I feel like and he begins to uh, just kind of minister a little bit. And the lady gets up and runs outside and grabs one of the hostess and brought her with her and begin to discard some things that she had. And then she came back in straight to the altar again and, and begin to pray. And then, uh, as, uh, you know, he talks a little bit more, she goes back out for the second time and discards some things and then, uh, comes back in, uh, with one of the hostess and, uh, And uh, they're at the altar, and then all of a sudden, she began to repent, and she began to cry out to God. And as she began to repent and cry out to God, all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost began to rest on this young lady. And as the Holy Ghost began to rest on this young lady, all of a sudden, her face began to straighten up. Oh, yeah. Her face began to straighten up. Things began to clear up on her arms and on her hands. And by the time she got done talking in tongues and telling God how much she loved him, all of a sudden she looked up at Pastor Eastland and she said, what just happened to me? He said, I'll tell you what just happened to you, ma'am. It's called the Lord Jesus Christ. That girl went from messed up, jacked up. To cleaned up. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody said, what are you trying to tell me? There's not a disease my God can't handle. I'm going to say it again. There's not an addiction my God can't take care of. There's not a problem that my God can't do. I'm telling you, my God can do anything. You say, how do you know it? Because when Jesus stands still, anything is possible. (laughs) You say, do you believe it? I believe with all my heart. I believe with all my mind, I believe that anything, anything that you ask the Lord to do, I believe he can do that. I think sometime, though, we move through things so quickly that we miss out on some things that the Lord wants to do. I believe that. I I really do. I, I, I believe. You know what? And I understand. You don't have to be in a certain situation and a certain thing to to get uh, what you need from the Lord. But I I, I notice one thing. When, When people gather together and people begin to pray together, the camaraderie, people's faith level begins to rise. You ever notice that? I mean, you know, some people can pray by themselves, but most people pray better with somebody else. Huh? I'm just being honest, and I've learned something about crowds. Crowds draw draw crowds. <laughs> Praying people when people start to pray it draws people. When you begin to talk to the Lord, it begins to move. And um, I sat on the couch today and just kind of meditated, just kind of sat there for a while today. And I thought to myself, I'm not gonna get in a hurry. I'm not gonna get in a rush. It's Sunday night. I ain't going to stay here all night long, but I'm not going to get in a rush. I'm thinking, here's who's coming Sunday night, the hungry, the people who want something from the Lord, not, not discounting who didn't make it back, but you took the time out of a Sunday evening that you normally don't have and said, I'm going to church tonight because there's going to be something there for me. You're not, you're not, you didn't come here tonight because pastor said the next seven Sundays we're going to have church. I mean, you love him, but you made a conscious decision to wake up from your nap, put your clothes back on again, and come on down here. So, you know what? That's why I believe tonight the Lord is going to touch people in this building. And we're gonna take our time tonight. But I'm telling you right now, there's gonna be miracles in this house. I'm I'm telling you, there's gonna be signs and wonders in this house. There's gonna be people you come with a sickness and you're gonna leave completely healed. You come with a disease and you're gonna be completely healed. You come with an addiction. You can be completely delivered. You come with a pain. I'm telling you, the Lord can completely take it away. So here's how we're going to do things tonight. In the building, let's just be honest. your neighbor, say truth-telling time. You're in the building, and you have a need or a situation or a sickness or a disease that you would like the Lord to take care of. Would you raise your hand? All right. Hands all over the building. So here's what's going to happen. Now, I could preach. I, I, I got a million things I could talk about. But here, you don't have to do that. It's just, you don't have to here. <laughs> your faith level's high. In a few moments, I'm going to ask our, our altar ministers to come. And every person that lifted your hand, I'm going to ask you to come. And then here's what we're going to do when we get down here. I'm just giving instructions. We're going to repent. Don't, don't start praying for people. I, I, I try to be kind about that because uh, salvation only comes through repentance. Now, I understand that signs and wonders and miracles only have, only thing, you know, you need faith and belief for signs and wonders and miracles to work. You don't, be, you don't have to be saved for signs, wonders, and miracles to work you got to have faith, and you got to believe. But to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, you got to have a repented heart. You have to speak with other tongues. So salvation only comes through repentance. Signs and wonders and miracles come through faith and belief. But we're going to repent for the sake of salvation, and we're going to repent for the sake of renewing. But what we're going to do is we're going to let the altar ministers come in a little bit, I'm going to ask everybody to stand that's able. everybody that lifted your hand, if you're able. I'm going to ask you to come. We're going to repent, and we're going to loose. We're going to say it together. I'm going to give instructions. We're going to loose that situation from us, and then we're going to call it out by name. Whatever's coming against you, it's going to sound like a rumble in the altar because everybody has something different. Nobody's listening to what you're saying. That's between you and the Lord. And then we're going to call it out, And then we're going to bind it in the outer darkness. I'm a looser and binder. I know some people say, I bind this spirit, I bind that, I bind. I'm a looser. I I loose stuff away from me and I bind it in the outer darkness. If I got a headache, I'm not binding it. I'm loosing it. I want it away from me. I'm just different. So I'm going to loose it and we're going to bind it in the outer darkness. We're going to call out what it is and we're going to bind it. And then you tell the Lord whether you want a healing. Or you want a healing that's instantaneously. Or you might need a miracle, creative miracle. Some people say, well, I'm a little confused about that. In the Bible, there was healings. That was a process. And then there's places in the word of God that the Bible says, and he healed them immediately. Some places, I think it said instantaneously, but I think it's immediately. Then a creative miracle is born one way, but God making you whole. That's a creative miracle. All right, And so, you know what? The Lord absolutely can do anything. I'm just a believer in that. The Lord literally can handle any situation. That young boy that was born flat-footed, born that way, that's a creative miracle when the Lord formed arches in his feet. All right? No, that, that only... Only the Lord can do things like that. No man can heal anyone. I don't care what nobody says. There's one healer to me, and his name is Jesus Christ. He's the only one. If he's not getting the glory, I'm worried. (laughs) If he's not getting the glory, I'm scared. I want him to get the glory. So no matter what's going on in your life, your body, your mind, or your spirit, I believe tonight the Lord literally, literally can change that. Are you okay with that? All right. Would you stand, please, if you're able? Would you stand if you're able? Would our altar ministers, would you, would you come if you wouldn't mind? Come and help me out just for a few moments. <laughs> Our altar team, they're coming. Let's just line up here across the front and face the crowd. Thank you so much. Can you play something soft for me? It don't matter. Make me sound spiritual. Play something soft there. Yeah. All right. Our ministry team's coming. Our altar team's coming. Yeah. 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 You might be next, you know what, I'm not even going to do all that. It's family here tonight. If you are a guest here tonight, welcome to the friendliest church in town. Welcome to the family, huh? Can we give them a hand clap if we have some guests here? Yeah, welcome. If you raised your hand tonight, or maybe you didn't raise your hand, but now you just thought, oh my goodness, I just thought of something the Lord could do for me. You're in luck at this church. At this church, he's a God of second chances. Can I get an amen? amen? All right. So if you wanted the Lord to do something for you, would you step out and just begin to come down? And here they come right now. Let's give them a hand clap while they're coming down. Now come all the way down to the front. Come all the way down. Don't, if you don't mind, don't, don't stop. Altar ministers, motion for them to come your way. That way. Just come all the way down. We believe in the Lord's going to do stuff here tonight. That's right. Come all the way down. Yeah, we're believing. We're believing. They're still coming down. All right? Folks are still coming down. All right? You know what? We got a... I hate to ask y'all, this crew here, could y'all go this way some? Could y'all just go? I got traffic jam on all one here. It's kind of like Walmart in the middle of Christmas with one cashier. Yeah, y'all just y'all just keep on, just keep going down. There you go. Sometimes we never get to pray for the people that are down in the in the aisles, and I don't want that to happen tonight. Yeah, they're still coming down. Yeah, they're still coming down. Some of you folks, your Holy Ghost filled, you're baptized in Jesus' name. You're thinking, man, should I help in the altar tonight? Help me. It's okay pray you got you got faith your Holy Ghost filled. you're baptized in Jesus name family here tonight nobody's gonna shake on you pull on you make you do anything that you don't want to do but I'm telling you now the Lord's gonna touch people in this house here tonight I promise you the Lord's gonna touch people in this house tonight I know what I know in the Holy Ghost we just gonna take our time and I need to pray in church in just a moment you everything's good with you and i'm i'm excited about that but i'm gonna ask you to stretch forth your hand toward these beautiful people that they can get everything that they want altar ministers when you're done praying for one person you're gonna have to go to the next one because there's many people that need to be prayed for tonight don't worry about if you feel somebody brushing by you you're not getting pickpocketed they're just going to the next person to pray it's going to be all right When you're done praying in this section, some of you gentlemen and ladies, we might have to come over here and kind of go this way. we got a lot of folks over here. But pray for all these folks first. And we're just going to take our time. We're not going to hype it up. We're not going to pump it up, prime it up. We're just going to pray the prayer of faith. And I'm telling you now, I promise you, the Lord is going to touch people in this building. Let's repent as a family. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord, for everything that I've thought, that I've done, that I've said, and that I've heard. Forgive me, Lord, of things I don't even realize I have done. I give myself 100% to you. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Now say, I loose. Now whatever's coming against you, begin to tell the Lord right now. It's going to sound like a rumble. Begin to tell the Lord. Nobody's listening to what you're saying. You just begin to tell the Lord. I'm going to give you about 30 seconds. It's going to feel like an hour. But begin to pour your heart out to him. Begin to pour your spirit out to him right now. Begin to believe right now. That's right. Just begin to believe right now. That's right. Tell the Lord what's coming against you. That's right. Tell the Lord what's coming against you right now. Tell the Lord what's coming against you right now. That's right. Come on. Tell him right now. I'm going to give it about 15 more seconds. Come on. Just tell him right now. That's right. That's right. That's right. Are you telling him? Tell him everything that's coming against you. I'm going to give it about five more seconds, all right? Now, I want us to say together, say, I bind it in the outer darkness. Say it again. I bind it in the outer darkness. Now, you tell the Lord whether you need a miracle or a healing. You tell him right now. Tell him right now. We're fixing to speak the word of faith. Men and women of God, get ready. I want you to begin to lay hands by the authority in the Word of God. And by the power of the name Jesus, receive it now in Jesus' name. Receive it now in Jesus' name. Let it happen now, I say, in Jesus' name.